Welcome to the Brownstoner Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Schneps. We're here today to talk about racial diversity in real estate, specifically in the towns of Maplewood and South Orange, New Jersey. Our guests today are Nancy Gagne and Audrey Rowe of community organization, the South Orange Maplewood Community Coalition on Race. Welcome, Nancy and Audrey. Thank Thank you. you, Joshua. Great to have you here. So for more than 20 years, the Coalition on Race has been working to keep South Orange and Maplewood, New Jersey, racially diverse and integrated. Nancy, could you just briefly explain how the coalition came to be? It started in the late 90s when there was some swift demographic change in the community and there were concerns about white flight and housing prices dropping, quality of schools, But there were a lot of community members who were very committed to making that demographic change a positive thing and not a negative. How could we bring everybody together and have some shared voices in community life so that uh, it could be an open and welcoming community to all people? I love how forward thinking you were 20 years ago. And probably even before that, I think there was... That attitude was in the air probably from the 60s on, but again, the 90s really uh, tested our mettle there in terms of our commitment to being open and inclusive. We actually have evidence through our local newspaper where we had religious organizations and other citizens sign a petition that was posted in the local newspaper promoting open community and, and housing for all. So that's been in our, in our environment for quite a while. Well, Audrey, I'd love you to talk to me about some of the things that the coalition does every day to help foster diversity and and integration in Maplewood and South Orange. Sure, Joshua, I'd be happy to do that. Uh, One of the things that we really promote is the whole idea of being intentional. Most of the time when people talk about race, people either look down at their shoes or they start to stutter or feel uncomfortable. But we want people to be comfortable and willing to have that tough conversation. So that and that's something we promote on a daily basis. We also provide opportunity for people of different races to interact in normal daily environment, not just on their jobs, not just in the classroom, but day to day, so we can build authentic relationships, really get to know each other and not fall back and rely on stereotypes. We also do joint problem solving. And when I say joint, I mean people of all races, not just people of color, uh, thinking that racism uh, and inequities are their problem, but all of us embracing that and working together to come up with what we're willing to do to affect it. And we as an organization work to be a model for what integration should look like. And what I mean by that, the organization itself is very intentional on how we're constructed. We make sure that we have a balance between white and non-white members, both towns, genders, and we model when we go out to see people shared power and responsibility. So just as Nancy and I are speaking to you today, and we're both of different races, that's the kind of model we put forth out in the community. If somebody invites our organization to speak or to do a project, we try to do it as a a racial pair. Well, you know, being in the media business, I have to say communication is so critical. And sometimes it's either people not communicating or being educated. So this is really fantastic to hear. Nancy, talk to me about what it means to have a diverse and integrated community. Yeah, it's interesting that you use uh, the word diverse. A lot of people reach for that and we try to avoid it because we know that the country is increasingly diverse. States are increasingly diverse. Communities are increasingly diverse. 
but very, very few are truly integrated. So we see integration as an opportunity for people to interact, form friendships, have full participation in uh, community life, and that they have shared voices in institutions and power structures, that we have businesses that are owned by people of different races and ethnicities, that those businesses serve the community that is there, and that integration and that we're an equitable community and that being inclusive means that we are a dynamic place to live where everyone can participate. Audrey, I'd love to ask you about how diversity affects the school systems or wherever someone happens to be living. Yeah, that, that's a good question, Joshua, because when people talk about integration, they many times think of it as something nice to do, but it really has significant and concrete benefits. And if you're moving to a community such as ours, where there is work toward integration and racial diversity, we find that in the schools, the experience is much broader. There's more breadth. You get students who are exposed to different points of view, who are exposed to different people. And I can't tell you how many times we have our students who go off to college, come back and say how grateful they are for having grown up in a community that was racially diverse so that when they get into those mixed experiences, they hit the ground running rather than being in a state of culture shock. So they're prepared to function more in a school environment and actually more in a world that's becoming more and more globally focused. So they're prepared to be world citizens. It also introduces a layer of complexity in being able to think analytically. Everything's not black and white, pardon the pun. <laughs> so when, mm -hmm. when you have these different perspectives there, it allows students at an early age to start grappling with what is the truth and what is the right approach or variable approaches to, to solving situations in the schools, in the community, and in their world. So there's benefit at the individual level, at the community level as well. We also have found that from a real estate standpoint, uh, being racially diverse is a very positive for us. We have so many people who move here and say they move here for the racial diversity. So it becomes a plus uh, in the real estate competition. Well, it certainly has a lot in common with Brooklyn. I can say that as a Brooklyn resident and a father, you know, you want kids to have that diversity and exposure to the real world at a young age. And I have to say so many people uh, from your neck of the woods have selected our community to move. So well, they, many people from Brooklyn. <laughs> well, Nancy, let's talk about real estate. How does real estate play into diversity and integration in your mind? Sure, that's another good question. And again, I'll say that you can have towns with a lot of diversity, but no real residential integration. Places with diversity where people live actually in racial or ethnic isolation from one another. But we really here in Maplewood and South Orange strive to work with realtors and neighborhood associations to keep all neighborhoods inclusive and open to anyone who wants to move in. And part of our work with realtors includes delivering just that message and also working on biases within uh, industry practices um, so that realtors aren't consciously or unconsciously perpetuating things like steering that uh, results in neighborhoods that are one race or another. And Audrey, you know, what are some reasons that people would move to South Orange and Maplewood? Obviously, we're talking about a lot of them, but, you know, what about these areas inspire you? Oh, let me count the ways. <laughs> There's so many things, Joshua. I have to really 
restrain myself to kind of narrow it down to a few, but one of the big attractions is our proximity. It's a very commutable community. In 38 minutes uh, via the Midtown Direct train, you can be in Midtown Manhattan. So you can have the best of both worlds. You can have that vibrant uh, life in New York. It's also vibrant here. You can also have the jobless in New York, and you can have the streetline treats of suburbia, where your kids can can play, you know, freely in the backyard. So that's part of our attraction. The other thing is our beautiful and variable housing stock. We are a community that has a great historical background. So many of our homes are beautiful colonials, but we also have Georgians, Tudors, we have bungalows. We even have some ranches. So if you're looking for a diverse housing stock, this is a great place to come. We also are a highly rated school district. And those words are not mine. I actually took to Google to make sure that I wasn't overstating, but uh, that is a descriptor that's used by external sources for the performance of our, our school district. And we have schools from elementary through, through high school. We also have strong arts, we're a strong arts community. Mm. And we have so many artists performing fine arts who actually live and in, in, in this community and have called it home for a long time. Although we're suburban, we're very vibrant. As a matter of fact, there's so much going on activity-wise, even during COVID, it's hard to keep up. Uh, you have to make some hard choices about where you want to, want to spend your time. As I said, we're highly accessible, not only to Midtown, but we're only about 15 minutes from Newark Airport. Okay. So for some reason, your business or, or your travel plans require flying, you know, you've got great access there. We are known for our tree-lined streets and uh, our green spaces. Uh, we have many parks locally, as well as access as to a Wachong Reservation, only about 15 minutes away. So, and that's not the full list, but those are some of the reasons that we love it here and that many people choose this to be their home. They all sound good to me. <laughs> Come on down. <laughs> So, Nancy, you know, COVID has obviously had a huge impact on all of our lives and, and the real estate market as well. How has it affected the, the South Orange and Maplewood, you know, the market there? Audrey already spoke to so many of the things that I was going to say, but I will just let me start by saying that what we hear from realtors and what we see when we look at sales of homes, asking prices and selling prices is that the towns have been a hot market uh, during COVID especially as Audrey said, we're uh, 30 minutes uh, by Midtown Direct from both towns by train to New York City for people considering proximity when the day comes that people actually go back to offices. So it's a good option. Families looking for uh, more space than city apartments can offer, uh, looking for homes, that's been a big part of it. And absolutely our open spaces. We have a lot of parks we're right by South Mountain Reservation. And there are just, there's so much to do here that I think it has been a really an attractive market to people considering leaving the greater metropolitan area. Well, I feel like you've both given a lot of great reasons for people to explore the communities. So Audrey, my question to you is if someone is interested in exploring moving to Maplewood or, or South Orange, what are some of the first steps that you would recommend for them? We work very closely, we, the coalition, work very closely with local realtors. I would advise you to reach out to one of our many qualified realtors, and many of them actually live here. So you can get some insider information. I would especially advise you to ask the realtor to show you different neighborhoods. 
because we have such a diversity of housing stock and, and energy and even and even prices to some extent, depending upon whether you uh, are, are, are a small family and want a bungalow or whether you are a growing family and need multiple bedrooms. So utilize the talent that's here and there's so many great options and especially see if you can find someone who's connected uh, hopefully who, who lives here now or has lived here and asked to look at many different neighborhoods so you get the best of what is a good match for you and your family. Uh, these are great, all great advice. And I think also for people just to spend a day or an evening, a date night, you know, we still can get Absolutely. out days but, to be able to get a feel for each of uh, the communities. We have great, great downtowns with wonderful restaurants, shops. It's very walkable. It's a beautiful place to visit, to hop on the train and and spend an afternoon or evening. That's a good point because our train station is right there at our downtown areas. So you can get off the train and you're literally right there in downtown Maplewood or in in downtown South Orange. And that's where people fall in love when they come and see Mm. the quaintness mixed with the high energy and vibrancy Mm -hmm. of these two towns. Well, Nancy and Audrey, I commend you for the work that you do on behalf of the coalition and South Orange and Maplewood. And I thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you so much for having us. And if any of your viewers or or listeners come to town, look us up. We'd love to to meet you and talk with you. Fantastic. Uh, Make sure to tune into the Brownstoner podcast at brownstoner.com. 